Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sikha from Lakota Sikhis, Khalik Yadalid Parsha's Ake of Sikha Bez. And the topic of the Sikha is that in this week's parsha we learn about the mitzvah to teach one son's Taira. And the Gemara learns from here that women aren't part of the mitzvah of Talmud Taira. And there are four parts in the Sikha. The Rebbe will number one present a halacha from the Shulchan Aruch of the Alter Rebbe about this teaching and ask a question on it. Number two, present another related teaching from the Shulchan Aruch of the Alter Rebbe about this and ask four questions on it. Number three, answer all the questions and also present a side discussion, a short side discussion. And number four, present the pneumonious anonym of all this. From the Pasuk in our parsha of they should teach your sons Torah, so they learned in Gemara that women aren't part of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. The Gemara over there says, the Amar because the Pasuk says, you should teach the Torah to your sons. Your sons are not your daughters, and exactly how we learned that women are not part of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah at all, even for themselves, is explained over there in the Gemara. Now the Alter Rebbe in Shulchan Aruch teaches this halacha, that Isha ain't the mitzvah of Talmud Torah chulu, that a woman is not chayiv in the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, and he continues, Hashem she'en of the mitzvah Talmud Torah, and just like a woman is not part of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah la'atzma for herself, so kach she'en of the mitzvah Talmud Torah le'baneha, she's so too not part of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah in regards to her sons, u'paturim mischar limud b'nei and she's putter, she's exempt from paying for her sons to learn Torah. The Alter Rebbe continues in Mekomakim, and nevertheless, If she helps her son or her husband with her body or her money that he, her son or husband should learn Torah, then she gets schar with them. And her schar, her reward is great. Since they are they're doing the mitzvahs that they're obligated in, the mitzvah of learning Torah through her. And the Alter Rebbe concludes, Nevertheless, Also, women are obligated to learn the halachas that they are chayiv in performing. Let's say the halachas of Shabbos, in order that they should know them so that they could do the mitzvahs that they're, that they're chayiv in. And we have to understand over here, this that women are chayavis lulmid halachas atzrichas lehem, so that is Talmud Torah of women themselves, it's actual Talmud Torah, and it's also relevant to each and every woman. Whereas helping her son or husband to learn Torah is number one, helping and not learning. Number two, her connection is to their reward, not to the actual learning itself. Number three, it's only by a woman who has a husband or a son. You could add number four, and the husband or son need help. And number five, it's not something unique for women. Anyone can help somebody to learn Torah. And so if that's the case, the Alter Rebbe should start and teach the din of Chayavis Lumud Halachas HaTzrichus Lahen, and then teach Imi Chulu. First say the more, what would seem prominent one, that they themselves have to learn Torah, and then add, and if they help, they also get Schar. So first it starts and says that they're Einabimitz is Talmud Torah, and then say, nevertheless, they have to learn their Halachas, which is something of Talmud Torah itself that they have to learn. And in addition, if they help, they also get Schar. So they do have some connection to Talmud Torah. Why is it organized that first Alter Rebbe talks about the helping, and then of their own obligation to learn? Now we can say that since the Alter Rebbe wrote, Petura Mishar Limud Baneho, he started off and said, and then he said immediately, So since he mentioned that, so therefore he wants to conclude about the Baneha, that nevertheless, if she helps, she'll get the schar. But this itself requires understanding. Why did the Alter Rebbe indeed organize it in such a way that 
he started off and said, which therefore he would want to then say that she gets char. Why did he do it this way and not reverse the order and start off that Isha in the Mitzvah Tamotera and immediately say there, Umikal Makim Gamma Nashim Chayavis Lumad Allahas at Surchis Lahen, Leda Isan Chulu, and then say, Ochashem Shain the Mitzvah Tamotera La Atma, also for Baneha, and nevertheless if she helps. So the question basically is, why doesn't the Alter Rebbe first teach this that Nashim Chayavis Lumad Allahas at Surchis Lahen, which seems much more significant because it's the actual learning of Torah of women, and it's relevant to each and every woman, and then only afterwards teach about if they help, that they also get chilekes b'schar. So in order to understand this, in order to answer this question, we're going to go into a side-related discussion and discuss something related to this, and then come back. So in Hilchus Birchus HaShachar, the Alter Rebbe writes that because of this reason, that women are chayavis limud mitzvahs shlohen. That women are obligated to learn their mitzvahs. They have to learn the parts of the Torah that talk about their mitzvahs. Leida in order to know how to perform the mitzvahs that they're obligated in. So the Rebbe says, as a result of this, therefore women make birchas They make the brachas on the Torah. And the Rebbe later adds another reason, which is not at all discussed in the sichel, that it's because women, it's because women are chayav and davening, which is the Parshish are karbonis, so therefore they have to make the birchas atera. But that's not discussed here in the sicha. Now, from this, that women make birchas atera on their learning, and it's according to all opinions, because regarding a woman doing a mitzvah, she's not chayiv, and there's an argument whether she makes a bracha or not. But here the Alter Rebbe is saying she makes a bracha the same as a man does, according to all opinions. So this proves that their learning of the halachas at Srichas Lahen is the Indian of Lumadatera itself. This is actually the Indian of Lumadatera that they have, and therefore they make a brach on it. And it's not just a heksher to their mitzvahs, it's not just something which is preparing for their mitzvahs, because if it's a heksher mitzvah, like for example, making a lulav, then there's no bracha. You don't make a bracha on making a lulav, because you need that in order to do the mitzvah. It's also here. If it's just learning Torah to know the mitzvahs, and there's no limited Torah as a thing for itself, there wouldn't be a brach on it. The fact that they make a brach on it, that proves that this is the inyan of limit hatera itself. And there are four questions here. The first question is, what is the source in Gemara that woman learning the Allah has is the Indian of Limit itself and not just a hachana, a preparation to fulfilling the mitzvahs they are chayven. What's the source for this? And that as a result, they make the bracha of Birchas Now the simple meaning of what it says in the original teaching that we brought from the Gemara, indicates that they aren't part of Limit at all. And like the Alter Rebbe writes over there in Hilchos Tamatera, Isha Eina B'mitzvah Tamatera. So what's the source for this, that women, their learning of the Allah HaTzirchus Lahen is the actual Indian of Limit Atera itself, which as a result, they make the Birchus Atera. The second question is even more than the first question. The first question is just asking, where's the source? The second question is challenging that this is correct. Rizal said in the Gemara of Brachas, Nashim b'may zachin, what is the schus of woman? Ba'akriya b'nayil be'iknishta, uva'asnuya gavraya chulu. It's by bringing their sons to learn Torah and by sending their husbands to learn Torah. And now, if their chiyuv to learn the halachas at Tzirchus Len is a mitzvah for itself of limit at Torah, then what's the question of the Gemara b'may zachin? B'may zachin, by their own limit at Torah. And also the answer should have been about their own limited Torah. Why does the Gemara answer about the limited Torah of bringing their sons and sending their husbands? It should be their very own limited Torah itself. So from here it seems like their limited Torah is not, their learning for knowing the mitzvahs is not the Indian of limited Torah itself.
The third question is, the Gemara in Mesechus Saita asks, Schus demai, what's the schus that women have? Because the mission over there says that a certain schus could stop the Mesechus from affecting a woman for three years. So the Gemara asks, Schus demai, which schus is this? If you're going to say it's the schus of Torah, but she's not commanded to learn Torah. So we see that women on their own don't have schus Torah. If not for the help that they provide, like the Gemara says afterwards as the answer, that the schus Torah that they have is what it says in Gemara Brachas as well, it's because that they bring their sons and send their husbands to learn Torah. So we see that women don't have the schus Torah on their own. And the fourth question is, the Rechiv and Limit Atera is Leida Isan to know the mitzvahs and Leida Echlas Isan to know how to do the mitzvahs. And if so, if she already knows all the halachas, then she no longer has the Chiv, so she can't make Birchas Atera. And if that's the case, so why does the Altar bring this as the first reason of why a woman makes Birchas Atera if it doesn't apply by all women? At the very, at the most, he should have brought it. As an extra reason, he should have brought a second reason as the primary reason, and at the very most, he should have brought this as an additional reason, since it doesn't apply to all women. So now we're going to present the lead-up into answering the first and fourth questions. So the explanation of all of this is as follows. It says in Gemara regarding a Nochri, a non-Jew, who learns Torah of the Sheva Mitzvah's B'nai that Shenamar says about the Torah, Ashayasa Odom Gamer, that it, Adam does it. Kehanim levim v'Yisraelim le'nemar chulu. It doesn't say over here. Asher yase about kehanim levim v'Yisraelim lamad to. So you learn from Yerusha. Filu nochri v'Isaac b'Tera harei hu kechayin gadol. That even if it's a non-Jew and he is Isaac and Tera, he's like a kechayin gadol. Now this greatness of harei hu kechayin gadol that happens in a nochri who learns Tera of the Shavu Mitzvahs b'Nei Nayach comes from the greatness that's found specifically in learning Tera. It's connected to Tera itself. And like Tesis indeed explains that the reason it mentions a kechayin gadol over here is because it says about about the Torah that Yikara Himipninim, that the Torah is Yikara Mipninim, and we learn from here that it's more precious, Mikayin Gadol Hanichnas Lifnai Vilifnim. And this greatness comes from the greatness of Torah itself. And it's just that by Yid it says that he's greater than a Kayin Gadol. Yikara Himipninim, it's even more precious than the Kayin Gadol that goes Lifnai Vilifnim. And by the guy, it's as great as the Kayin Gadol that is that enters Lufnai Vlufnim. So we see from the Gemara over here that the guy has a shaykhus to Torah itself, and it's not understood. The Torah is my Rasha Kilos Yaakov. It's an inheritance for the Yidin. It was only given to Yidin and not Bnei Nayach. And this that they are permitted to learn Torah, even though we say a Banayach who learns Torah as Chayv Misa, is because they are commanded to fulfill the Shavu Mitzvahs Bnei Nayach, and so they have to learn these Allahs in order to do their Mitzvahs. It's not possible otherwise. But from where do from where do they have the greatness of Torah itself? How does that happen? They have to learn it. It's impossible to do their mitzvahs without learning Torah, so they'll learn Torah. But how does it? what's the explanation for this that we're saying that they actually have a connection to the greatness of Torah itself as an independent thing unrelated to leading to something else? So we must say that since the pile, bottom line, in actuality, a benayach must learn the halachas of these mitzvahs, therefore, even though it's only in order to fulfill the mitzvah that is chayven, nevertheless, nevertheless, since they now have to learn Torah, therefore they have all the aspects of one who is learning Torah. They get connected to the Torah itself. In other words, what we're saying here is a benayach learning Torah about the Sheva mitzvahs. So even though originally it's not for the learning of Torah itself, but rather for something else, simply to fulfill the mitzvahs, 
meaning that it's a necessary achana for the mitzvah, so it's impossible not to have this part. But nevertheless, through this, it becomes something for itself, an independent thing. And they have the learning of Torah itself as something independent. And therefore, he has the greatness of Torah that and an example for, for this is according to a number of opinions and that's the halacha one of the avedas that machshava if a person has the wrong thought in the aveda of the carbon it makes a puzzle is halacha the walking of the blood to the mizbech and the ragat explains that even though halacha is only needed to do the zrika that comes afterwards you don't it's not one of the avedas it's just there because it's impossible to do the zrika afterwards if you don't do the halacha from where the shrita occurred but nevertheless once and since it's needed it gets its own significance and and so to over here even though the learning of Torah is only to do the mitzvahs by the guy but nevertheless now that they have to learn Torah it gets an importance of itself and the simple explanation for this is because nothing is forced if it if the things work out in such a way that the only way to do the zrika is through the hilacha then that means the hilacha is part of the avayda and so too here if it works out in such a way that the only way to do the sheva mitzvah is through learning about it then that learning that Torah gets a significance and it becomes something for itself on its own and that's how a guy has a shaykhas to limited Torah as limited Torah as the greatness of the Torah and from learning about his Sheva Mitzvahs. And this leads into answering our first and fourth questions. What is the source in Gemara that women learning the Allah is the Indian of Limit Torah itself? And also, why does the Alter Rebbe give this as a reason for the Birch if once a woman knows the Allah, she won't have to learn about them any longer? So we're going to answer based on what we just said. And similarly, just like by Anachri, it's understood by the learning of Torah by women, the Chiyav of women to learn Torah. So even though it's not because of the mitzvah of learning Torah itself, but rather only Leida Eichlasaisan to know how to do their mitzvahs, meaning that it's something she must have in order to fulfill her mitzvahs. It's just a technical thing that's needed. But nevertheless, the learning becomes something for itself, and therefore they make Birchas Atarath. So that's the source. The source is from this Gemara that tells us about Anachri. And since learning the Allahs of these mitzvahs becomes an Indian for itself of limited Torah, so it's understood that it's no longer limited just to the time that Srikhaleda Ayyhla Saisan. And therefore also a woman who knows all the Allahs of her mitzvahs is still connected to Limit Atarah, and therefore she makes Birchas Atarah. Once she gets a connection to Limit Atarah, then she has that Limit Atarah even if she knows the halachas. Because since you need to know and learn Torah in order to know the halachas, that creates for her a connection to limited Torah. And if she now technically knows all the halachas, it doesn't change that she has a connection to limited Torah as a thing for itself. And according to this, it's understood why the Alter Rebbe writes this as the first and main reason for why women make birchas Torah. Because in this Indian, women have a connection to, to, to limited Torah itself. It's not... A, a distant connection. It's a connection to limited Torah itself because since it's a necessary preparation, it gets the importance and significance as an independent thing, something for itself. So that means through this, they actually have a connection to limud HaTorah itself. And based on this, we're now going to go back to our original question and also point out something about the second and third questions as well. However, according to this, that women have the union of Limit Atera itself, so our original question and the other two questions are now greater. Our original question was, why doesn't the Alter Rebbe bring their Chiyuf to learn Torah as the first thing, before mentioning how they get a schar for helping their son or husband? And also our second and third questions from the Gemara that ask, what's the schus of women? 
according to what we just explained, they have a very big schos of limited Torah itself because they're chayiv in their mitzvahs and they have to learn Torah to do their mitzvahs. So now it gets, they have the union of limited Torah for itself. So what's the Gemara asking? And also the Gemara's answer is about how they help their husbands and they help their sons. The Gemara's answer should have been the schos is their own limited Torah. So our questions about the places where we find that a woman helping their husband is elevated above their own learning becomes strengthened, that we see that they have their own Indian of Limitatera. So why isn't that mentioned as as the main thing, both by the Alter Rebbe in Hilchas Tamatera and also in the Gemaras that we asked about in questions two and three? The explanation in this is as follows. Even though we explain that in the learning of the Allahas at Srikhislahan, there is the Indian of Limitatera, but nevertheless, since it's as a result of the chiv in their mitzvahs, it's not something which they're commanded to do. It's something which results from their chiv in mitzvahs. So therefore we can't say it's mitzvahs talmatera. They have the inyan of limitatera. It becomes something for itself because it's needed. But they don't have mitzvahs talmatera. And if they don't have mitzvahs talmatera, so therefore we can't say they should get a reward like someone who is mitzvah va'isa in the mitzvah of talmatera. We know that if two people do something, one is mitzvah, one is commanded to do it, and the other one is not mitzvah, and they both do it. The reward of the mitzvah va'isa is greater than the one that's ain't a mitzvah va'isa. So even though the women have the inyan of limitatera because they can't do their mitzvahs without it, and it gets a chashivas, an importance for itself, but this still not mitzvah in limitatera. And therefore, even when they're learning, they don't have the level of reward of mitzvah va'isa in the mitzvah of Tamatera. And like it's explained also regarding the learning of Torah of a ben Nayach, that even though they have the Indian of Torah, like we said, they have the Indian of limitatera, but the Gemara explains it's not on the level of a mitzvah va'isa. They're not commanded to. They're commanded to do their mitzvahs. It's impossible to do it without learning Torah. And their learning Torah now gets an entire cheshivitz for itself. But they're not mitzvah on the learning. According to this, we're going to answer our two questions from the Gemaras in Brachas and Saita. According to this, it's understood why the Gemara doesn't say that women have the schos of Torah because of the obligation to learn the halachas at Tzuchus land. It doesn't say that. Why not? Because when the Gemara says, chulu, and then the Gemara asks over there, what schos do they have? You're going to say it's Torah, but they're not Metzuvah and Talmud Torah. And then the Gemara answers, no, it is Torah. And the Gemara explains, you're going to, what about your question? They're not Metzuvah. So, even though they're not commanded, but they have the schus of their husband or son. The intent over there in the Gemara is, when the Gemara says, Ha'ina Metzuvah, is not that we can't find the Indian of limited Torah by woman. They have the Indian of limited Torah. But rather, regarding the reward, we're talking about finding a reward on Mepakta on being commanded on mitzvah's tamatera, on the mitzvah part, like one who's mitzvah va'isa. Why is the Gemara seeking that out? Because specifically the schus of mitzvah's tamatera, of the mitzvah, is magna kulahai, has the ability to protect this that much. Like the Gemara in over there says, that it'll affect, that the that the waters of the Saita won't harm her for three years. To have such a powerful protection, that only comes not from having Tamatera itself, the Indian of Limitatera itself, that comes from being Mitzvah Va'isa in the Mitzvah of Tamatera. And therefore, when women learn the Allahas at Lahen, so even though they have in it the preciousness of Limitatera, we say Yakari Mipninim about their Limitatera. They have the preciousness of Limitatera itself. Nevertheless, she isn't Mitzvah Va'isa, and she doesn't have the Schus of Mitzvah Va'isa. And that's what the Gemara over there is seeking out the Schus of Mitzvah Va'isa. And we're going to continue now and answer why her helping her son or husband is brought over there in the Gemara as something greater than their own Limitatera, and why the author ever brings it as the main thing in 
Hilchus Talmud Torah, when he says women are not chayiv in Torah, the main thing he says that they do have in Talmud Torah is helping their son or husband. However, when an Isha is a Zeris Lebnoi Lebailev, she helps her son or husband, Begufa Maida, with her body and her money, she asks Batera that he should learn Torah, then she is Chileka Schari Moim, then she gets Schar with them, Uschara Gadol, and it's a great Schar, Ma'achashem Metsuvim Vais Malyada, because their Metsuvim Vais through her, which this is the Schus the Gemara over there talks about as well, the Schus that she has by helping her son or husband. What are we talking about here? The explanation for this idea is, seemingly it's not understood. Why is she like a schari moim? And their Torah learning, because they do it through her. Why is she like a schari moim? Why does she get that schar together with them? This is like when a person gives money to a poor person who uses it for a mitzvah. Let's say he buys meals for Shabbos. But we don't find anywhere that it says that the one who gave the tzedakah has a portion in the mitzvah. So how come over here she gets a portion in the mitzvah? It's a mitzvah to help someone. But why does she get a portion of the mitzvah that the person does with that help? The answer very simply is, when a person gives stuck to a poor person, the money becomes the poor person's. He gave it to the poor person. Who does it belong to? Now the poor person. And afterwards, when the poor person does a mitzvah with the money, so the poor person is doing it with their own money. This is their money that they received. However, here, when the woman is helping her son or her husband, the woman is helping her son or her husband in the doing of the mitzvah of Talmaterah. That's what she's helping with. She is right now involved in helping the mitzvah of Talmud Torah by the poor person, the person gives tzedakah. He's not involved in giving the person Shabbos Suda. He's involved in giving them money. Now the money became theirs and they do with it whatever they want. And they chose to do a mitzvah with it. Whereas over here, the woman is not involved in some general form of help. She's helping her son or husband in a very specific thing, in their learning Torah. And that's why she gets a connection to the mitzvah of Talmud Torah itself. Like we'll see an example for this. We find an example for this by the mitzvah of Puruvu. The Gemara says that a man and woman, they should do the mitzvah themselves. It's better to do it themselves and not through a shliach. Because mitzvah ba yeisami b'shluchai and mitzvah ba yeisami b'shluchai. And the question is, what mitzvah does a woman have? The mitzvah of Puruvu is only for the man. So the Ran writes that even though a woman isn't mitzvah in the mitzvah of Puruvu, only the man is still, mikomakim nevertheless, yeishla mitzvah. She does have a mitzvah. Because she's helping the husband do his mitzvah. And the explanation for this idea is the way the husband fulfills his mitzvah of Puruvu is through the davak meaning that the mitzvah that the husband has is fulfilled through both of them. And since she helps with the mitzvah, therefore, yesh la mitzvah. And now we can apply that here as well. Similarly here, we can even look at the words of the Ran. Mikom mokim yesh la mitzvah. In Pnei because she has a mitzvah because she's helping. Let's apply it to limited Torah. Lebna baila, to her son or her husband in their learning. Lekayim mitzvah say. So similarly here, when she helps in limited Torah, so then the mitzvah is being done with her help, and therefore she also has a mitzvah. And so that answers why the Alter Rebbe, and why in the Gemara it brings this as the primary thing. Because in this, they don't just have the Indian of limited Torah, but they also have the added greatness of Mitzvah Va'isa in the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah. And over here we can also see a certain theme in the Sicha, which is at the beginning we said how when you do something for something else, that thing gets connected to, it gets an importance of its own. Like Tahilacha becomes important on its own. Also, the learning of Torah of the woman, it's just to do their mitzvahs, but now that they have to do it, it gets an importance on its own. And then we take it a step further. Not only does it get an importance of its own, but when you do something for something else, it gets the importance of that other thing, like the mitzvah of Isa. And also the order of the sicha. We start off first with a more obvious thing, that if a woman is learning Torah in order to 
do to do no her mitzvahs, but she has to do. It's impossible to do it otherwise. That then it gets its own importance. It gets connected to the thing itself of limitatera, and then we take it even further. That not only when she has to do it, but even when she chooses voluntarily to do something, like we're going to mention this also later in another section of the sicha, even when she does it voluntarily and she does it for something else, it gets the importance of that other thing. We're going to now have two side discussions. Each will have a question and an answer. So, however, from the Ran himself, it's not clear what Yesh La Mitzvah means because it can be explained in two ways. Number one is she has a Mitzvah Stam, meaning that even though she doesn't have the Mitzvah to fulfill Puravu, nevertheless, since she helps her husband to fulfill his Mitzvah of Puravu, therefore she also has a Mitzvah, but she doesn't have the Mitzvah Rabbah of Puravu. Or we could explain it that she has the Mitzvah of Puravu. And similarly, we can ask about the schar she gets when she helps her son or her husband to fulfill the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Does she have a mitzvah stam, or does she have the mitzvah of Talmud Torah? So from the words of the Gemara about the woman helping their son and husband, that palgan ba'adayu, they divide the schar with them. And also from the words of the Alter Rebbe, that chalek ha'schari mohem, that she divides a schar with them. So we see it's like the second way. It doesn't say she gets or takes schar. She's chalek ha'schari mohem. So we see it's like the second way that she has the connection to the actual mitzvah of Talmud Torah itself. And like we said before, since the mitzvah of Talmud Torah of the husband and son, that their mitzvah on is done with her help, so she has a part in their mitzvah of Talmud Torah, and that's why she is chilek ha'schayimam, and we can say the same thing by the mitzvah of Puravu, that she has a connection to the mitzvah itself. So it comes out before we brought Puravu as an example or a proof that she has a connection and she gets a mitzvah. And now we're bringing it the other way, from from the limit of terror, we're bringing a proof that she's a connection to the mitzvah itself, and so too by Puravu. It's not to a mitzvah stam, it's to the mitzvah of Puravu. Now we're going to ask another side question. Since by helping her son or husband, a woman is like a so she has a part in mitzvah stamatera with the armatsuva So why didn't the Alter Rebbe also bring this in Hilchus Birchas Hashachar as a reason for making their bracha? Because now they have a connection not just to Limitatera as an Indian for itself, but also to the mitzvah of Talmatera, the mitzvah of part. At least you should bring it as an added reason for Birchas Hatera. So we're going to start off with a lead-up to the answer. This will be understood by first discussing the question of Mepharshim on the Ran. The Gemara says that there was a certain woman that demanded a divorce because she didn't have any kids. So she was told, you weren't, you're not commanded to have kids, you're not commanded on Puravu. So she said that she maybe is not commanded on Puravu, but she needs she needs help when she gets older. She wants children. And they agree, and then it was agreed that she could then demand a divorce. And the Mepharshim asked, why doesn't it say that since she helps her husband in the mitzvah, so therefore she does have a connection to the mitzvah, and the mitzvah of Puravu, which is a lot better explanation. So the explanation is when she helps her husband, it's voluntary. So yes, if she helps, she gets the advantage of mitzvah va'isa. She has a connection to the mitzvah of mitzvah va'isa part of the mitzvah. But to, she doesn't have a mitzvah to do it. It's voluntary. She's not mitzvah. And if, so if she's not mitzvah, she can't demand it. She can't say, I want to get this special thing. She's not She's not required for, to do it. If she was required, she could say, I have a chiv to do this. But she doesn't have a chiv. She's saying, I would like to get it for myself. That's not a reason. That's not grounds to demand a divorce. What would be grounds is that she needs, she wants to have children or she even needs to have children to take care of her in her old age. And so similarly here, when a woman helps her husband and is chalekas vizchar, that's something that's up to her to do or not to do. It's voluntary. And according to this, it's understood why the Alter Rebbe doesn't mention that she helps even as an added reason for women making berchas Because since there's no chiyuv 
for her to help. So we can't say that according to all opinions, even the opinions that say you only make a bracha on something you have to do, wouldn't make brachas at her for this reason. However, in Hilchus Talmud Torah, where the Alter explains that even though Isha ain't a mitzvah Talmud Torah, nevertheless she has a connection to this mitzvah. So there, the Alter brings this as the first point, because through helping her son or husband, she's connected to mitzvah Talmud Torah, and with the whole Torah, and therefore not just the parts that she's chayven. So she has mitzvah Talmud Torah and the whole Torah, and therefore she's chalak schayimarim like one who's mitzvah vayisa. Whereas the chiyuv of woman to learn halachas atzrichas lehen. So even though through this they have an actual connection to the Torah and the Torah itself, nevertheless, since this comes as an extension from the Chiv and their mitzvahs, therefore they don't have the quality of mitzvah v'oisa. And that's why he brings it at the end, after his eris, he brings it as a second thing that they have to learn halachas ha'tzrichas lahen. In Primi Seinyonim, Hashem and the Yidin are kavyochal called Ish v'isha. Now the purpose of the creation of the world is milu es to fill the world, to populate the world, and to conquer it, which means to conquer the Olam, Miloshen Helem, and to be Mamshech into this Olam, Miloshen Helem, the early key which is higher than the Olam. And it's Ish, Zakadish Baruchu, Darkelich It's the Abrishter who has the ability to conquer, because the creation doesn't have the ability on its own to change nature, to conquer the world. Only Hashem has that ability. And this Shlichus to conquer the world is actually done by Yidin. How do we do it if we don't have the power? It's through the strength of Torah, which was given to us by Hashem. Because the Torah, even when it comes down to this world, remains higher than the world. And therefore, Rizal said, Kol that no chafetzim are compared to it. That even chafetzim shamayim, even chafetzim shamayim, which are the mitzvahs, can compare to the Torah. Since they are mislabish in physical things. However, the Torah, even after it's mislabish in physical things, it says about the Torah, that it remains higher than the physical, and therefore it's higher than Chafetz Shamayim, because Torah is not Chafetz Shamayim, it's actually Shamayim itself. And so it's through the power of the Torah that Hashem gave us that we have the ability to do the Shlichus of Milu Shua. And through the Yidden learning Torah, so they unite with Torah, and through this we become a balabayas over the nature of the world, we could conquer the world. So when, by learning Torah, we unite with the Torah, and since the Torah is higher than the world, so it gives us the ability to also be higher than the world, and to be able to conquer the nature of the world. And since the Yidin help in this Avedek to conquer the world, so even though the strength of it comes from Hashem through the Torah, so since we are helping, like women help in the midst of a Puravu, and the mitzvah women help in the mitzvah tamatera, and they get connected to the actual mitzvah of Isa part. So, so too we become partners with Hashem in this mitzvah avoda, which is the whole purpose of creation. And like the Maimer Rizal of Nasa Shutuf Lakadish Baruchu, the Maisa we actually become a Shutuf with Hashem in Maisa Bereshis.